0: God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of conservative daily podcast. I'm your host, Joe Altman. I'm uh, you know, today's going to be an interesting topic. We got a bunch of topics to go topics to go over. But, you know, I've, I've been hit so many times by so many different things, it's, it's hard for me to want to concentrate on one thing today. Uh, but I'm going to tell you this. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. They declared war on us, both of them. I don't know what's happening, Mr. Producer, but my, my voice is all jacked up, so maybe we could fix that um, on the mic. But they declared war on us. We need, we need to stop pretending that we're not in a war, that they haven't declared war on us, because they have. I mean, everything that we're dealing with right now, you got Bill Gates that's running around right now. I don't know if you saw this, but he's running right now as the great seer of what's going to happen in the future, talking about the next pandemic that's coming. They're talking about smallpox. They're talking about the, the monkeypox. Let, 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 me, let me just ask you a question. When, when you find something that works, that destroys the, the, just everything, the fiber of what a nation represents, do you repeat it or maybe you just go find something else and see if that works too? I was able to, to read a report that was back in 2021, and it was – you won't even believe this if I told you because, frankly, it, it was too hard for me to believe. But then I had to make sure that I validated it, and as I validated it, the more I actually looked at it, I went, how in the world could we know that this is that, – that we know that this is happening, and yet we, we, we just – we go along with it as if it's okay, they they are doing the slow boil on our society. They are doing the slow boil and expecting us to just watch. I, when is it going to become that you have too much to lose versus nothing to lose? Because when you get to we have nothing to lose, you can't refill. But when you have everything to lose, you can start refilling. You know, this, this this brings me back to the same thing I said before that you know God God shows up with a car and says, I got you a car, I gave you a vehicle. I I I literally pulled back the veil and I let you look inside and you're like, that's really messed up. <laughs> There's a lot of crazy stuff happening right now. And you're like, I oh, know it's not enough. No, I need to go to soccer practice. No, Johnny, Johnny's got soccer practice. I gotta go to soccer practice. Then we pulled back the veil again, a little bit deeper this time, pulled back that veil and said, all right, now listen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you that in schools, are recruiting your kids to be gay, that they're, they're actually trying to make them asexual as if they were some sort of plant. And at the same time, hypersexual in areas where they don't reproduce because they're busy thinking that because maybe I'm uncomfortable with myself because I'm growing and all of a sudden my balls drop, and I'm like, oh my gosh, my balls dropped. Am I a man? My boy, my voice is changing. Uh, you're unsure of yourself because that's what happens when you're that age, and they want to convince you that nope, you you are a transgender because you're not comfortable in your, with yourself. You know they they know about the reports. Everyone they know about those reports. They know that every one of the reports shows that uh, transgenders uh, commit suicide at a, at a rate of 700 times that of. A gay person, and a gay person commits suicide at like 600% that of a straight person. Sorry, I made up those statistics, but they're close. I'm pretty close to it. I think I'm I think I'm pretty close. I don't even miss producer. There's a big report that came out. I think yeah, I'm pretty close. Yeah. And now you want me to sit back with all the things that we're facing and say, let's ride it out. Let's ride it out. I got a bunch of things that I want to go through, a bunch of things that I want to go through today. And as I as I go through those, you're going to be like, man, Joe, you're on fire. Uh, Yeah, I'm on fire. Let let me ask you a question. And and this is a serious question. If we look at the things the 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 steep decline, the steep decline, and, and I want to just say it, President Trump was the darling. He was the darling of our society for three decades. Everyone loved him. Everyone He had his own TV show, one of the most popular TV shows in the entire nation, if not the entire world. One of his top lieutenants in some of his businesses was a black woman that worked for him for 13 years. He loved her, loves her still. The way he treated people and the things that he did without any sort of consequence or without any sorts of recognition, going in and buying kids' educations, helping kids. Somebody could come to him and say, look, I got a business idea. Will you help me fund it? He goes, if you pay me back. And over and over again, you would hear the stories of the generosity of a man that finally said, okay, I'm going to run for president because they have literally screwed up everything that they touched. The entire time that that happened, I think the excitement was, well, maybe he'll run as a Democrat. But maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he'd run as a a conservative because maybe as you get older, you start to become more wise about what's really happening around you. You either grow courage or you lose courage, and he decided he ran towards courage. And I'm not saying he wasn't a courageous person before, but the attacks came at an unprecedented rate. 91% of everything that was written in the media was negative about Donald J. Trump. If you go try to look for something that's positive about Donald J. Trump, you can't find it. Now, he's a racist and a homophobe, and he's just this terrible guy, and they made up stories. Now, let's just fast forward just a little bit longer, and let's get into what they did to Elon Musk. This is unconscionable. It's unconscionable what they've actually done to that man. Because now, in the midst of everything, where he comes out and he's gonna buy Twitter and he's he's uncovering Twitter. He's like 50% of, of Joe Biden's people that he has on Twitter, they're they're fake. They're fake. Ah. And Twitter goes wild because they they filed this thing with the SEC saying that they that it's only less than 5% are bots. 5% are bots. And, and by the way, I went out and, and, and said, listen, I will not invest in any tech stocks out there. None. I won't invest in any tech stocks. I won't. Why would I? And I won't invest in them because of who they are. And then, you know, Elon went in to buy them. And I was like, well, maybe he'll keep it public because <laughs> I, would, I would support him. But they double whammied him for speaking the truth. One, he's not wrong about the bots that are written by Twitter. He's not wrong, wrong about that at all. But when they can't get to Elon Musk because the guy literally is really courageous, super smart, they call him stupid. He's actually not the brains behind Tesla. He's not the brains behind SpaceX. No, he's not the brains behind either one of those companies. He just miraculously, they just appeared. Somebody else built all that technology. Somebody else works tirelessly 20 hours a day on his business. Someone else brings us technology, allows us to have the fastest car ever built with no motor. And here, Elon Musk, much like Donald J. Trump, is a walking contradiction. He is a walking contradiction. I mean, some of you would say, ah, he's just a lefty. Yeah, he is. Oh, no, I, uh, scratch that. He was. See, while progressive started running towards progressive, the word progressive used to be, I want to make life better. But is that really what has happened in our country based on what everyone on the progressive side has done? They have poisoned it with people who want to kill every dream, not just the American dream, but every dream across the globe. Because if you kill the American, dream, American idea, if you kill what we have in this country, which they're really close to doing because we're sitting back watching it happen, You, in essence, hand over the keys to the evil of our society that gets to make victims of all of us. So it's not just killing the American dream. It's killing billions of people, people that would never see opportunity as they can see it here in the United States. And that all happened because of a thing called exceptionalism, that our country is exceptional. I got a bunch of stuff that I'm going to throw at you today. And, man, you might not like it. You might not like it. But before I do that, I'm going to tell you that the show is brought to you by one of our sponsors. It's been here for, for a little bit of time, a lot of time, actually. We, we rotate through with our sponsor. But IP Vanish. and if you're worried about people watching you on the Internet, you can go check them out. I'm doing it early so that I get every one of you to to kind of engage with this. Um, because IP Vanish will stop people from getting access to your private details. It'll block everything. And uh, you can use it uh, to encrypt your data, your private details, passwords, communication. Everything becomes shielded from wrong from falling in the wrong hands it makes you virtually invisible online you can use it on tablets phones even devices that do streaming media you can use it on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed so ipvanish is offering an incredible 70 percent off a yearly plan with listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee that's like getting nine months for free for our listeners all you have to do is go to ipvanish.com daily and use promo code daily. Claim your 70% off. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you have problems with one of your apps or something like that, it's all because that's on. It's because some of these apps or some of these different websites require you to show where you are. And I always like to mess with it because Google shows up weird. And so I'll, <laughs> I'll put stuff in there like uh, I'm in Bangladesh. So it's pretty easy to do. Go to ipvanish.com daily, use promo code daily and save. Okay. I got the, I got that part out of the way, I, I I got a little bit out of the way. Mr. Producer, I said that I wanted to talk about everything today, and you you threw it at me and said WHO, and I was like, I don't want to talk about WHO, and you're like, okay, what do you really want to talk about today? <laughs> I think is what you said, and I was like, well, I want to talk about, I want to talk about everything that's happening around the country. I want to talk about the election integrity, the fact that they're doubling down. You'll see on my Telegram channel, I put something up there about Harry Hers- Hershey. Who said? And let me just let me just put this up really quick so that you can you can understand where I'm coming from. Look, I know that the radical left is out there just blanking themselves in that I'm I'm you know what I'm I'm I don't have an opinion. I have no opinion. But this guy, this guy comes out and says that it is not GPS data. It is order or two less accurate CSLI data. So it's under best of circumstances around 100 feet accurate, but often way worse. Hey, Harry. You're so full of you don't even understand it. So I'm going to put it out here on the podcast. Please come on the podcast, please. Please come on the podcast and talk to me about data. Go ahead and take that down if you would, Mr. Producer. Talk to me about data. Talk to me about what geofencing data is and tell me how accurate it is. I did it for a decade. I understand this data really, really well. I know what geolocation data is. I know, how you, I know how you implement that into the CSLI data. And I know that you would not use one without the other in what's called layering or appending. You wouldn't do it. And so for them to say, and he says, well, the Georgia Bureau Investigation says this about the ping data. You're wrong. And I don't know who you work for, but you did the same thing at the symposium. You sat in there with a couple other characters and decided that you were going to create doubt. That's what you were hired to do, I guess. Brings me back to New Hampshire. If you guys don't know who Hari uh, Hursty is, the guy's an absolute am- amazing, you know, just, he, he knows everything about everything, like Little Max. He knows everything about everything. Just ask him. Anyway, you're wrong. The data in 2,000 mules is solid data. It's not within 100 feet or worse. You're wrong. You're wrong. You don't know how geofencing data works. You don't. You absolutely do not. And if you want to come on the show, I will gladly have on the show. You can get a hold of Apollo. You can call the number of the 888-441-11 what was it?
1: 1121. 888-441-1121.
0: Please please call up uh, Harry and I her Harry, Harry and and I will gladly have you on the show and I'll, I'll literally school you on what geofencing data is and how you use that in ping data related to cell phones. I'll even draw you a little picture with with a little map. You're creating public distrust, and you're, you're doing stuff in the marketplace to take away from the fact that there's a massive election fraud in our country, and we're not stupid people. We're not stupid. We didn't just wake up one day and say we're election deniers because we don't want some blubbering idiot in the White House who sat in a basement on his little deal and couldn't fill eight circles that that guy somehow got 81 million votes. Well, we're in one of the most prosperous times of United States history where four years we didn't go to jail and you got a bigger percentage of minorities, Hispanics and blacks, to vote for Trump. But all of a sudden, you know, the rest of the world just went crazy and decided, ah, you know what? You're right. You're right. This bubbling idiot got in the White House. First thing he did, by the way, is took away prosperity. But no, that is the guy, that is the guy that 100% was elected by the people. You're all full of shit. Every last one of you. But let's talk about what's happening right now where they're setting the world stage to do what they say they weren't trying to do. Mr. Producer, put up A1. The WHO to discuss global pandemic treaty at World Health Assembly on May 22nd to the 28th. This is unbelievable. By the way, people all over the country are, are, are going to the idea, they're going to the idea that they see what's happening. Even journalists are waking up saying, you know what, I gotta stand against this stuff. Elon Musk is standing up because he, he knows some of those powerful computers that we have in the entire world are run by Elon Musk company. Why? Because he needs it for proficiency and efficiency so that he can actually build better technology. And the guy is always looking to do better. That's why SpaceX has been successful. That's why his solar company has been successful. That's why Tesla has been successful. It's because the guy didn't know to do anything but to work and win. But he sees in the future because he looks, looks for risks. Mr. Producer, let's let's go ahead and play this this cut that I'm, I, I don't even, whew. This is um, Kamala Harris getting infected with uh, uh, Joe's mental illness, I guess, because she can't talk either. Go ahead and play it.
3: That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms rules and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action
0: but i thank the- you
3: all this is a matter of urgent priority for all of us and i know we will work on this together
0: Okay, guys, I just want you to know, she said we're going to work together to work together about the things that are the new world order together, together in the order of together. And when we're done with together, we're going to be together and to to make sure that we work together on the together of together because it's important on global warming. That's what she said. And I don't know if you got anything by that, but I didn't get much from it. And then, by the way, we had Tucker, who uh, was talking about the WHO treaty. It was first broken, by the way, when we were talking about uh, on Steve Bannon's show. So let's go ahead and play this if we can. This is um, Tucker Carlson talking about the WHO.
2: It begins early last year when Joe Biden, as one of his very first acts as president, brought the United States back into the World Health Organization. We saw this, we, we thought, why would Biden be so anxious to do something like that? At the time, we assumed it was just part of his larger de orangeification effort. Trump had pulled the U.S. out of the World Health Organization, so Biden had to do the opposite. Childish, but that seemed like a fair explanation. Still, it did seem a little weird because there aren't many international bodies that are more thoroughly discredited than the World Health Organization, particularly after COVID. It's a laughingstock. There's one thing it's not good at. It's public health. Since the very first cases of the coronavirus were reported in Wuhan, the WHO slavishly ran interference for the Chinese government and did it in the most cartoonish and obvious way. First, WHO claimed there was no evidence of human-to-human transmission of the virus. Remember this? They cited Chinese officials who were obviously lying, and we now know they were lying. Then, when it became clear the virus probably came out of a Chinese government lab, WHO sabotaged the investigation into the origin of the virus by appointing a gain-of-function researcher to lead the investigative team. Pretty shocking if you think about it. And to this day, the WHO still has not acknowledged it did any of that, though it definitely did. Instead, they've continued to praise China's response to COVID as, quote, transparent, which is the one thing it's not. It's almost amusing. But again, it's weird if you think about it. Why would Joe Biden want to join a group that every informed person laughs at? Well, more than a year later, we think we know the answer. The Biden administration is very close to handing the World Health Organization power over every aspect, the intimate aspects of your life. So imagine the civil liberties abuses that you lived through during the COVID lockdowns, but permanent and administered from a foreign country. Here's what we're looking at tonight. This January, the Biden administration submitted a series of proposed amendments to something called the International Health Regulations, the IHR. Now, the Biden administration's amendments, along with those from several other countries, will be combined to create a new global pandemic treaty. We need a pandemic treaty. That treaty is set to be adopted starting this weekend in Geneva at the World Health Assembly. Now, the full text of the treaty is not yet finished, but a WHO working group has summarized what it's going to look like. The document begins by promising to restrict the WHO's authority just to pandemics. Calm down. It's just pandemics. Quote, WHO secretariat to play the leading, convening and coordinating role in operational aspects of emergency response to a pandemic. End quote. So don't get paranoid. Someone seems to coordinate the pandemic response globally because it's a global problem. Got it settle down conspiracy nut but here's the catch the world health organization gets to define what a pandemic is when a pandemic is in progress and how long a pandemic lasts then you read the fine print and you realize the who will have total authority over emergency operations in the united states if there is ever a quote public health emergency huh
0: well what do you want to do, do you want to give up your sovereignty as a nation I mean, we've forced other nations to give up their sovereignty. We've forced other nations across the entire world to talk about Venezuela. Do you think the Venezuelan people actually saw that they would be doctors and lawyers that were eating out of trash cans just to provide for their family? Do you think that's even a possibility that they even thought about? And you say, Joe, come on, Venezuela is a great place. G- go live in Venezuela. Go live in Venezuela. I'm, they would switch spots with you in a minute. We're, we're complete tragedy and chaos, rules over everything that happens in the streets there. We can move up and talk more about this. We can talk about some of the other places all, literally all over the globe that right now, because of US intervention, because we cannot respect the sovereignty of other nations are suffering. We're gonna talk about Iraq, man, that was terrible. The decisions that we're making in, in Iraq is absolutely terrible. You wanna talk, you want, you, you want talk about Afghanistan? How about Serbia? Should we talk about Syria? How about Egypt? Should we talk about the nations that we... Let's talk about Sudan. How many people had to die there? Let's talk about what we did when we stepped into the African nations, even South Africa. We can go back decades to see what the intelligence community have done with our country. But instead, we want to hand over sovereignty to a bunch of absolute 100% evil people that, by the way, cannot hide anymore because of technology. They can't hide who they are. You can't hide the Rothschilds. You can't hide the Gates. You can't, you can't hide the, the Soros's. Because right now it's, it's too prevalent and there's too many eyes and too many opportunities for them to be seen. So what do you have to do in the meantime? You have to create massive, massive conspiracies to hurt, kill, maim, bully other people. And you gotta build systems around things they call rule for radicals. I'm gonna play a cut right now. And I gotta tell you something. I, I wanna punch this guy in the face. I do. I wanna punch him in the face because I saw what they did over in Africa. I was there. So don't talk to me about the fact that, that this guy did not go into Africa and inject people who don't have a voice with things in order to make them test dummies. Because that's exactly what he did. Let's play A4, the cut about Bill Freak Pedo Gates.
4: And so I'm hoping in five years I can write a book called, you know, we are ready for the next pandemic. But it'll take tens of billions in R&D uh, that the U.S. and the U.K. will be part of that. It'll take probably about a billion a year for a pandemic task force at the WHO level, which is doing the surveillance and actually doing what I call germ games, where you practice. You say, "Okay, what if uh, a bioterrorist brought smallpox to 10 airports? You know, how would the world respond to that?" Uh, you know, that there's naturally caused epidemics and bioterrorism caused epidemics that could even be way worse than what we experience today. And yet, the advances in medical science should give us tools that you know, we, we could do dramatically better. So you'd think this would be a priority. It it The next year will be where those allocations have to get made, including this global um, pandemic task force. The nice thing is a lot of the R&D we need to do to be ready for the next pandemic or things like making vaccines cheap having big factories uh eradicating the flu getting rid of the common cold making that vac-
0: okay l- l- listen all right so make vaccines cheap getting rid of the the common cold you're not going to be able to get rid of the common cold all right you're not gonna be able to get rid of the common cold let's work the problem in reverse how about we just get rid of the top Quarter of a percent of these pieces of trash out here that are controlling our economies and are cr- controlling our countries, and then we can all live happy lives. We can set aside racism and all the other things that they've created problems with, and we can just live, just have fun, have opportunity. Maybe we expand that opportunity into other nations. How about that? That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Be absolutely amazing. But as you actually go down the down the list of things that are. <laughs> That, that health experts, health, health experts. First of all, I want to I want to play this. This is Mary Holland at uh, talking on the war room about the WHO treaty. You got to hear this. I mean, you hear the one side with Bill Bill Gates, you know the pedal Gates, but hear hear the other side here. Go ahead and play uh, cut A five, please
3: look at the amendments that the US has proposed basically what they what is on offer here is that without the consent of a country the World Health Organization can send in its team of germ experts declare a pandemic and if the country doesn't cooperate Their funding will be cut off by the IMF or the World Bank if they're on the take in that way. But sanctions will be imposed on countries that don't cooperate, even though the country itself may dispute that there's actually a pandemic. And countries that go along with the World Health Organization are incentivized to do this. And we can well imagine that there could be fake pandemics, given the incentives and disincentive structure. So I wish that this were a conspiracy theory. May 26. 2nd to May 28th in Geneva right now is the international negotiating body discussing these changes to the regulations. There will be other World Health Organization global town halls in June, June 18th, and people should be dialing in, sending in comments, but they should absolutely be going to their senators, their congresspeople, their governors, and saying, hey, this is going to take away your jobs, folks. There's going to be no national sovereignty Uh, eventually if this goes through, but given how incompetent the WHO has been in the COVID context, do you really want these people in charge of any pandemic? And they're corrupt and China runs it, right? It's between China and Bill and Melinda Gates. Those are the people that run the WHO. That's just a fact.
0: Who runs the WHO? Who runs the WHO? A computer geek that built a company out of his garage.
1: Release com- computer viruses and then sold
0: the antivirus software. Re- released the computer virus, then sold the antivirus. That did happen. That was a huge conspiracy. And if you don't remember, b- the Microsoft actually they in an antitrust cutting the company up, slowing them down. The, the next one to go is going to be Apple. But you know what? Antitrust gone out the window. Monopoly laws are what ha- I mean. You you have one company that literally runs. 90% of the companies or owns 90% of the companies in the country, Vanguard, BlackRock. Say I'm wrong. And somebody yesterday said, Joe, the, the, what, what if they start coming for you? They already are. What if they kill you? Well, in this life or the next. We have to some point start talking about the truth and standing together and doing something about it. It's right in front of us. And they want to say it's conspiracy theory. Okay, come on this show. I will give anyone, any single person out there, you want to have a debate, a de- and I will literally, I will tie my, I will literally, we'll set up the rules. <laughs> we will get on here, and we will, we will literally, no, 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 I'll take that. We don't need to call in, call in right now. I, I want somebody. Yeah, they can call in, call, call in and say, look, I'm, my name is Kyle Clark, and I really want to have a debate with you. <laughs> you can even talk to me about who I met with on January 6th at the State Department, if you want to. I mean, they didn't ask my permission for anything, or at my, my. You know, they didn't ask me wh- who I met with or anything else. They just made it up. They made up the story in the Washington post and everybody ran with it. And then you had everybody that it was all over CNN and MSNBC. And I got congressional leaders and aides calling me saying, Joe, who did you meet with? Who did you meet with when you were at the state department on January 6th? The reason why I told people that I was there on the January 6th, just so you, just so we're clear is because you guys said I was at the Capitol. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not at the Capitol. Oh, I was talking about this model that they yet to say that is inaccurate because it's not about dominion voting systems and the fraud that those systems perpetrate on the American people. <sighs> See, I, I interjected that into the Hoog argument. See, it's, it all comes down to consequences Seamless. of a stolen election. A stolen election is what caused all this. That's what caused it. We, we are dealing with this because of the problem. The problem is, is that we don't have sovereignty as a nation because we don't have sovereignty as people. We don't have a voice as people. And we can get down to what the Constitution says and what the Bill of Rights says and what the Declaration of Independence says. And it's important that we go back to those founding documents because the concept of who we are as people, the ethos of people has not changed in 2,000 years. We, we all have protectionisms in, in us to protect our families, our friends, to want to, to, to seek a greater good, to, to, have, to have our children have better than what we had generations before us. That is why you have progression. That is why you have change and and. We're able to come up with new ideas and innovate, but then you, you got to see this. So I'm going to go back to let's get back to Bill Gates. Let's get let's get back to Gates on the one million COVID deaths that they caused because of Wuhan, China, and the partnerships they had in gain of function, and how they swept it under the rug with the WHO. Let's let's play uh, another CNN piece, please. Let's play A6.
2: So you you had had your what your two you had had two you had, had two uh, vaccinations and then two booster shots is that right? That's right. And you know for lying. people over. You see, you know, you 50 see that or 60, back it up for a second. Back it up. Uh, back up, the video. Guys, back up the video, guys. Back up the video. Back
0: up the video. Back up the video. Back it up all the way to the beginning. For those of you on the audio version, you're going to see Bill Gates lie. And for all of those that, that understand psychopaths and sociopaths and having to remember and make sure that you have a stop and a start, you're gonna see it right here. Go ahead and play this, R- R- play it from the beginning again. Watch Mr. Bill Gates' eyes when he's asked the question.
2: So you, you would add two vaccinations and then two booster shots, is that right?
4: That's right. And you know, for nope. people over nope. you know, 50 or 60, uh, they'll probably have to be boosted every six months until we get even better vaccines.
2: So I've been trying to figure this out for myself. Uh, I assume you know the answer to this, so I'll just ask you, um, when do you get boosted again? I mean, now that you've had it, you know, I've had it around the same time. I've only gotten three shots total, only been boosted once. I, I guess we have immunity for a little while, or, but when do you decide to get boosted again?
4: Uh, yeah, so an infection where you'll get a high viral load would be like vaccination. Uh, but you know, to be safe, every six months uh, you're probably gonna be vaccinated. As we get more data, they might even make that shorter for people who are, who are you know, say sixty or over seventy, where the duration seems oh to be a gosh. bit lower. Go ahead, take um, this down.
0: Take it down. He's now saying that you have to get a vaccination less or more frequently than every six months. So they're saying every three months. Keep in mind that this just happened. This this, this just happened. This video just happened. Myocarditis. Child onset kidney disease, liver disease, hepatitis. I mean, you had over 100 children that died in a two-month period of time, and they won't release whether or not those children had the vaccine. These are teenagers from 8 to 13, 8 to 15. I might be wrong on that, but they're children but they won't release the vaccine standards on those those 100 children. But it was enough that, that the kid, the parents were talking about this. We, we, we had someone on here whose son literally got the vaccine, walked across the street, was going to get uh, something with his son. And what was his name? What was his name? Um, In large heart, he died. His Ernesto. son died. Ernesto. 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 It, we, we, do you think that we just find these, these are anomalies? Joe, anomalies are gonna happen. Do you think it's anomalies? Do you think all the things that we're talking about right now, these are, these are all anomalies? These, these, these aren't real. These, this isn't normal. And so you go to the DOD information that shows that the vaccine deaths and adverse effects is nearly skyrocketing. D- did you know that the HIV AIDS virus inside of the human body, which by the way, they said was, remember back in 84 when, uh, when Fauci said that you could literally look at someone across the room, be in the same room with them and you could get AIDS? That he actually did that. I have that. But you have people that are even in the military that are getting these vaccines and showing up and having HIV because of a vaccine. How, how is how? Talk, talk to me about this sexually transmitted disease, all of a sudden and now it now reappears inside of a, a vaccine. A vaccine causes HIV. Are, are you getting it yet? Autoimmune disease, disease since they started increasing vaccines since 1986 have gone up have gone up dramatically, like literally as a skyrocket. We we start looking at things like uh, um, uh, what, what's the uh, autism spec, spectrum diseases that, that are going through the roof. That you know one in twenty thousand now one in twenty, one in ten.
1: You know, I actually did the math a couple of years ago. Uh, in like 2018, you were more yeah. likely to have autism than you were to get shot in the city of Detroit. I mean, think about that.
0: Think about that. And then you have, and then you have a hearing where you have someone like Tom Rens that's standing up and talking about what's really happening, and he gets he gets literally annihilated. I want to play this. This is Tom Renz at a, uh, a hearing, a Ron Johnson hearing, and I just want you to, I want you to listen to the words that he says. Thomas Rennes has been fighting because of vaccine injuries and exposing things that are happening all over the country. Let's go ahead and play this cut. Uh, Mr. Producer, that's A7.
5: And give a name or I would
0: not have allowed you to come. To yes, occur- Senator. Just-
5: so we've got three whistleblowers who have given me permission at this point to share their name. Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Teresa Long, D-O-M-P-H. Dr. Samuel Sigloff and Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Peter Chambers, do and flight surgeon. All three have given me this data. I have declarations from all three. This data is under penalty. uh, This is under penalty of perjury. We intend to submit this to the courts. Uh, We have substantial data showing that uh, we saw, for example, Uh, miscarriages increased by 300% over the five-year average, almost. Uh, We saw almost 300% increase in cancer over the five-year average. Cancer is not being talked about except for by Dr. Ryan Cole. Thank you, doctor. Uh, We saw, this one's amazing, neurological. So neurological issues which would affect our pilots over a thousand percent increase, a uh, thousand. T- 10 times, that's 10 times the rate, and obviously that res- 83,000 per year, I'm sorry, 82,000 per year to, to 863,000 in one year. Our soldiers are being experimented on, injured, and sometimes possibly killed. Dr. Corey, thank you so much for your stance on the corruption, that's precisely what it is. They know this, and Senator, Uh, When these doctors are attacked, not necessarily the people in this room, I'm not giving names, they call me. I'm the one dealing with the medical boards. I'm the one watching the witch hunts. I'm the one fighting them off, and I'm the one telling them where to go. I'm going to keep doing that. Senator, we also have, uh, let me give you this last thing, and then I'll shut up and uh, get out of your way. 9:28, 2021 Project Salus Weekly Report. Project Salus is a Defense, a defense Department initiative where they report and contra- uh, they take all this data that doesn't exist, supposedly, and they give it to the CDC. They're watching these vaccines. On that date, and around that date, I have numerous instances where Fauci and that entire crew were saying, it's a crisis of unvaxed. It's 99% unvaxed in the hospital. In Project Salus, in the weekly report, the DOD document, says specifically 71% of new cases are in the fully vaxxed and 60% of hospitalizations are in the fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. We need investigations. The Secretary of Defense needs investigated. The CDC needs to be investigated. And thank you so much, Senator, for having the courage to stand against these special interests.
3: So...
0: Okay, so the reason why I brought that up, and that was a couple of months ago that he was in that deal, is what, what has come from that? Has anybody gone to jail yet? Mr. Producer, anybody gone Negative. to jail? No one's gone to jail. Anybody been indicted? Anybody, any special investigation, grand juries, anything happening out of that?
1: No, and the reason that this, though it's a little bit older, is important is because this is one example of many of what we already know regarding our children, regarding the actual effects of the vaccine, which is not really a vaccine uh of this entire agenda to our military and yet they're still pushing this and now they are going to uh turn our sovereignty over so that we cannot actually
0: fight it here in america and and guys i keep telling you we keep waiting waiting for what and we don't stand together no i'll I'll worry about tomorrow hey johnny you go handle that right now i i got a soccer practice i gotta go to soccer practice i gotta go to soccer practice there's no food in the grocery stores i gotta go to soccer practice i'm gonna handle this stuff i gotta go to soccer practice I got I to gotta go to soccer practice. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. At what point is it going to be more about, I wake up every day, come to this studio twice for two, two hours a day, if not a little bit more, and I talk to you about what's going on. Go through, prepare for this stuff, get all these videos done, talk to you about what's happening at the, at the hearing. I gave, I, I literally gave Dan uh, Rubenstein this morning, if you didn't go back, go back and listen to that. The benefit of the doubt, he's the, he's the uh, DA in Mesa County in Grand Junction. And the benefit of the doubt that maybe he just didn't know. Then I went back and listened to the entire uh, deal that was the day before. And I started thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how did he miss all of the details inside the report? i take the, you know, Mesa Report 1, 2, and 3. I took all three. Just looked through them. And, and, but you can't. You cannot. You, you, you have to choose sides. You have to start standing and doing something about it. Walk door to door and tell people, you know, say, hey, look, I'm a, I'm a freedom witness. You know, like Jehovah Witness, but freedom witness like walk door to door, open up the door and say, "Hi, I'm with the Freedom Witness people, FEC. <laughs> I'm here to tell you about all the good things that are happening in our country, and if you want to keep it good, we have to go fight against this. This this is serious stuff because there is no consequences anymore with these people. They can operate with impunity and attack people with impunity, do whatever they want because no one has the courage to stand up and say, "You're arrested." And we're supposed to say there's nothing we can do about it. Stay in your lane. Just go get a couple beers, Joe. Stop talking about it. It'll be okay. And if it's not, you're going to die soon anyway. They're coming for all of us. Do you want to be the one that is cattle sitting out in the, in the field that they get to choose us next? And by the way, they're coming, for, they're coming for Elon Musk. They're coming for him. And the thing that always amazed me is that on our side, we never stand together. It's always petty differences or these pieces of trash that run around. And run from Telegram channel to Telegram channel, saying, "Ooh, I need to watch out for you. Ooh, ooh, he told me to watch out for you. Oh my gosh, you got to watch out for David Clemens. You got to watch out for Seth Kessler. You got to watch out for them. These are deep state. Oh, Mike, Mike Flynn. He's he's a bad guy. Ooh, he said the prayer. Get out of here. We need to all stand together. And anybody that actually divides us, anyone that stands out there and runs their mouth, those are the people. Th- those are the people that are running the mouth about everybody else. Those are the people you should run from." And the people that are out there talking said, oh, you need to, and and bad-mouthing people or saying stupid shit like they did to me, about me, that I hired a guy that was a bad guy back in 2006. Yeah. That is what the radical left does because they want to distract us from the reality that they're stealing everything that we have. And the people that are perpetuating it because they're mad. Yeah. Those are the people you should run from. Those are the traitors to our nation that you can put on the same side as the radical left. I have no use for them because all they want to do is just be a little petty little, I don't even know what to call them. And they don't want to stand next to what's happening in this world called truth. So make a decision. I got a five, I got a five minute cut that I want to go to. And this is a, a parliamentary leader in Germany who's exposing, exposing what the WHO really wants to do. And it's five minutes long. I get it. It's five minutes long. I want to take the five minutes. I want you to see this. I'm going to do a sponsor deal for it. I'm probably going to go up by 10 minutes. I got 15 more slides or so to go over with you, and I, or cuts that I want to go over with you, and I want you to see them all. But th- this is important because in the middle of all of it, you know, I used to say this about Lauren Boebert in Colorado, that she's constantly standing up, but it becomes fatiguing. It becomes fatiguing. Being, being courageous all the time becomes fatiguing. Getting to the place where you get in battle, you got to get back to where you get to Zen. Then seeing things in front of you becomes much more clear. But when you're in the, when you're in the cesspool, the, you know, the, the evilest place in our country, which is Washington, D.C., where evil just thrives, it's got to be difficult. But here's someone out of Germany. Who'd have thought? Someone out of Germany telling a bit of the truth. And by the way, the media is not covering it. They're covering it there. Because there's there's a there's a there's an under there's ground swelling that's happening in other countries. We've lost our courage in this country. Now they're picking it up everywhere else. So let's go ahead and play this five-minute cut and I'll be right back after that.
6: Well, my name is Christine Anderson. I'm an elected representative for the German people in the EU parliament, and I uh, try to serve their best interest. If you uh, give executive powers to a non-elected body then you no longer have democracy, you no longer have uh, accountability of elected officials, and who will the citizens hold uh, uh, accountable for having uh, been taken away their rights? Who will they make resp- hold responsible for this? You know? uh, in theory, and I have to say in theory, elected representatives, you no longer, or you, they, they run the risk of not being elected again. If they screw up, but a non-elected body, the, the citizens have no recourse anymore whatsoever. And this is not how democracy is supposed to work because you are taking away the, the rule by the people for the people. That's what you take away with this. And people need to understand if this treaty goes through, you can bury dem- democracy altogether. It's done with. They uh, have the right to call out a pandemic. And once they do, they will seize executive powers of the member states. So it's now the, not the government, the, let's say the German government in our uh, instance, that will impose restrictions on us that we could theoretically fight. Even that was you know, hard enough to do. But how, how are you gonna go against WHO? I mean, you, you can't drag them into court. You can't threaten them to, to not elect them anymore. They don't care. I mean, they're funded by by the, the, the richest of the super rich people in the world. They don't care. They have all the money, and they don't care about fundamental rights or democracy. If they say, you will stay at home for as long as I tell you, you will. There's always hope. And uh, there's uh, quite a few things you can do. Um, it's not easy, but for one, get involved, you know, uh, take an interest in what's actually happening because that's part of their game. They're re- removed these decision the decision making so far away from you, they're counting on you no, to, to no longer care so they can do whatever the hell they want, you know, without you ever knowing it. So get involved, you know, uh, stay on top. Uh, and I know this is hard because they're doing everything to make it as hard as possible. Um, I mean, a lot of people nowadays work two jobs, you know. I understand when you're coming home and uh, having worked two jobs, you don't want to be bothered with politics or, you know, decision-making, none of that. But you have to, because if you don't, then they will walk all over you. And that's what they're doing. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Um, and, you know, you kind of see, need to see the big picture. It's various different mechanisms, instruments, crises, they need to fight, whatever, uh, integration of of EU, have the super state. But you need to see the big picture, the goal of all of this. It's abolition of democracy, taking away uh, uh, your freedom, and it's no longer to having abide by the rule of law. That's what they're trying to do. So get involved. Now, um, luckily, MEPs are elected. So write to your MEPs and let them know what you do not want. And if they vote for this, that, or the other, then tell them, I will not vote for you anymore. That gets them scared, you know? So there's every once in a while, there, there's like a campaign, but it's usually run by the left side, you know? So we get like thousands.
0: All right, so I want to point something out on this. She's an MEP in Germany. Now, now, I want to pay attention to some of the things that she said. One, democracy will go out the window. Did anybody in here know that, 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 that Germany was a democracy? You're elected by your constituents? She's talking about the problems happening in Germany, not happening in the United States. She's saying, pick up the phone. Call your MEP. Say, we will not vote for you. D- do you see that we face the same problems here in the United States that we, that we, that we face there? There's no difference. They, they just they skin the cat a different way. But, but the reality of it is they're still trying to strip you of your ability to have a voice. They're trying to make you a slave. And if you don't think that's the case, I can't help you. And, and the other part is there's nothing I can do about it. You can stand together. You can stand together and start getting ready. You can do that. You can join organizations. You can. You can start building on those organizations you can start to say that there is power in numbers we can stand together and do things together and then you can volunteer you, you know I'm watching this I'm watching this show this series it's called the Outlanders have you seen it Outlanders no I haven't it, it's on it's it's on uh, uh, I get it on a fire sticks so I get it on the fire sticks but it's called outlanders like five deals and they're they're talking about things that happened in with the Redcoats. and they had these they had these guys that 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 basically were that were saying that no taxes they were tar and feathering people. And and by the way, they're conditioning us that, oh, you're violent. You're violent. No, they're violent. This is the same thing. If you watch that movie, the same thing that happened back pre-Revolutionary War, before that, the same thing. We become the tyrants. We become the people that they want to string up alive. We become the people that they want to hang in the town square to make an example. Only now they're using technology and people to be their minions, to t- to attack those that are would be considered the remnant. And that's the reality of it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one sponsor plug here to another one of our sponsors, a newer sponsor. I'm excited to have found this bank called Axos Bank. Uh, they opened an in Independence Day 2000. They're they're not a crumbling brick and mortar. By the way, the brick and mortars are they're building more banks. How are they doing that? They're your money. That's a good question. <laughs> They're a fully digital bank built on the be- bedrock of American traditions. Let's take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn the highest interest rate. And it's a big one. Listen, you can, you can actually get a $150 bonus if you open up an account by July 31st. Big rewards from the bank that believes in freedom to do business with, without compromising our values. That's amazing. It's an amazing thing to see. Go to axosbank.com slash daily for full details. That's axosbank.com slash daily. For the cash bonuses. All you need is $1,500 direct deposit in the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured member FDIC. And they're for us, all of us slash daily. Go check them out. See what you think. Okay. Back on it. We we, we keep thinking that the American ideology is the only thing under is the only thing under attack. We're attacked everywhere. The attacks are not going to come... They're they're not going to be something that comes lightly. It's not going to... Hey, we're we're only going to attack you today. We're going to give you back your freedom. They've already destroyed everything. See, they started in the Democrat-controlled holes. Those holes first. Let's weaken the Constitution of those people and then tell them that conservatives are doing it to you. It's all the conservatives' fault. And people were not smart enough to look around and decide, you know what? Wow. You know, I, I have... I have great hope. I have great confidence in the American people. If we could just find a way to stand together and set aside our petty differences and stop thinking that we are the ones that have to be the, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm doing this project for a nonprofit and I've been building all these things and one of the people that works there called me and said, or he sent me a text message, he goes, Joe, I just wanna thank you for all the work you did because I built all these models for them, and I was like, here, here's your models. And they, they help kids, right? They help kids, they give kids hope, give kids a, a quality education, not, not a, they give quality education. So I said, I'll, I'll help you. And I'd given money to this organization for years. I was a big donor. And I was like, let me help. And so I did. And I built all these models, and I told them how to implement them, and I built these processes without anything in return. Because I I do believe that as a whole, we have to do our part. We We have to be willing to submit. I was a CEO of a tech company for 10 years. And people say, Joe, why are you doing the grunt work? I've always done the grunt work. I've always been the one to do the grunt work. And if anybody thinks being a CEO is anything but that, that's why most CEOs fail, and that's why most publicly traded companies fail. Because the CEO fails to lead. We have to lead. We have to lead from the front. Take the first shot. Be the one to take credit for all the losses. Be the one to say that that was my fault while giving all the glory to the people that stand around you. That's what it means. That's 100% what it means to lead. But we don't do it in this nation. We take credit for anything and everything that looks like it's good. Biden, look what he does. I'll be like Mufasa. You guys are funny. Let's play A9. I want to play this. This is a WF, W-E-F, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say about this. This is Malone uh, about fascism. I, I, I don't, I'm, play it, just play, cut a nine before I, I lose the, my shit.
7: The resources of the 100 largest corporations in the world. That's what this World Economic Forum represents, in my opinion, it's a trade organization. Let's be clear, it is not a world government, no matter how much they seek to label themselves as that. It is a trade organization representing the 100 largest corporations in the world that has been in existence for decades and has had a 30-year program of training its functionaries, its acolytes, and placing them, as was shown in the video, all over world government and various economic sectors throughout the world including technology media currency um, banking uh etc cetera, etc cetera. they have been intentionally inserted um in order to serve the interests of these hundred large corporations that fund this trade organization that's what we're dealing with now, there's a word for that i'm going to go there for a minute just forgive me brett um, uh, Mussolini. Um, is credited with the statement that fascism really should have been called corporatism. Fascism is the fusion of the interests of the state and the corporation.
0: Oh, well, there you go. And that's what they're doing with the WEF. So Dr. Malone, if you guys don't know about him, this is the one where you have Wikipedia, right? So Wikipedia is supposed to be about the person. And in this time, they said Dr. Malone is an American physician and biochemist. His early work focused on mRNA technology, pharmaceuticals, and repurposing research. During the COVID-19 pandemic, Malone has promoted misinformation about the safety and efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines. This guy's technology was used in the vaccines, and now all of a sudden he's a bad guy. You see what they're doing? We are not wrong. You are not wrong. But you are afraid. You are afraid to stand up in God's glory. You are afraid to stand up and stand up for truth. You're afraid. You're afraid. You lack courage. And some of you don't, but some of you do. You want to stand up here and say, the guys can talk about it but not be about it. And somewhere along the line, that's supposed to make you better. Because you can get on your keyboard and... Anybody can do that. I've invited every single person that sent me a death threat to come visit me. Let's just rip the band-aid off and get it over with. But make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. It doesn't mean that I don't fear the fact that our country is going to fall. It just means that I act knowing that that something's going to happen. And I'd rather, I would rather just get, get just get it done. Right? I, I feel, let's go. Let's go. Let's get let's get to the place where we get to the end where we look at the the just tear it open. Let's get to the consequences. Because if we don't, our kids are going to suffer. And our kids are already suffering. Mr. Producer, we got another cut. A10, let's play it. This is Dr. Malone again, talking about the stupid people.
7: is that the technology is far more immature than we're being led to believe. This is basically more fear porn. Okay? And, and as I listen to the words and I read the book, COVID-19, The Great Reset, what I'm struck by is how immature the logic is and how faulty the science is. What is being asserted as truth, as strategy, as current technology capabilities is a fantasy, And then I have to process, okay, are these people stupid?
0: Are they stupid? Mr. Producer, play the next one. This is calling out Harari, you know, the guy that said that Jesus doesn't exist, God doesn't exist, and we can become gods. Go ahead and play the next cut.
4: I want
7: to talk a little bit about this transhumanism agenda and the logic that we're hackable beings. Now, I've spent a large fraction of my career focused on gene delivery technology. This goes back to my time at the Salk Institute. This was the genesis of the whole idea of RNA as a drug and RNA for vaccines as one of the applications, which was all coming from my enthusiasm as a young scientist, physician in training, uh, around the idea that we would be able to cure pediatric inborn errors of metabolism, um, the Ted Friedman insight, through genetic modification. I, I have trouble reconciling the words that we're hearing with my knowledge of the current state of the technology. What? The only way I can reconcile this, because I know intimately at the bench, year after year after year, with multiple different technologies, that these technologies are not capable of the task that is being uh, um, asserted uh, can be supported. The tech isn't there. These delivery systems, whether they're viral-based or non-viral, uh, cationic lipid, pulsed electrical fields, whatever, they are extremely inefficient. All right, go
0: ahead and put the stuff over for our people that are on the Frank's Beach, um, Lindale TV two, just so they know where to reach us. I'm gonna to continue to talk. The, the next part of this, by the way, if, if, you're, if you're on Frank's Beach right now and you wanna join us, please come over to the Rumble link. Uh, come over to Rumble, and um, or any of the others, right? So any of the others, conservative-daily.com. If you go to conservative-daily.com, you can get right in. But I want to talk about this, that the UN, the WHO, all of these different organizations leads down to a lack of accountability. I just asked you if anyone was getting arrested. Is anyone getting arrested? Anyone? Anybody getting arrested? Mr. Producer, anybody getting arrested? Negative. Anybody? Anybody at all? Can, can, we, can we have one nope. arrest? Nope. Nope. Mr. producer put this up. This is B1. Ah, I just want to crush somebody's face. AP exclusive UN child sex ring leaves victims but no arrests. Go to B2 if you would please. In the ruins of a tropical hideaway where jet setters once sipped rum under the Caribbean sun, what did I tell you about things falling apart everywhere. The abandoned children tried to make a life for themselves. They begged and scavenged for food, but they never could scrape enough to beat back the hunger until the UN peacekeeper force moved in a few blocks away. Oh, They're here to save us. Hey Patriots, this
1: is Apollo. This is a big episode, so don't miss part two of this edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. God bless America.